0: Hey, what's up? It's Alex Morgan. And for me, the start of the new year is all about commitments. Setting your intentions, restarting your routine, and committing to you from day one. Until March 31st, buy any Body Armor products at your local Walmart. And Body Armor will give you 50% cash back via a Walmart e-gift card put towards your fitness journey. Visit www.bacommittofit.com backslash WM for rules. Body Armor Lite, the low-calorie, zero-sugar added sports drink.
2: hey everybody it is wine time with peggy so welcome to big blend radio's eat drink be merry show and every first wednesday we get to chat with peggy Fiandaka. her and her husband kurt own ldv winery so ldv wineries their tasting room is in scottsdale arizona and their winery is based in the Chiricahua foothills out in Southeast Arizona. So they make awesome wine. We know all about it. We enjoyed our time sipping her wine mm-hmm. or their wine, <laughs> I should say. Uh, but every first Wednesday, we talk about what's going on in the vineyard. So it's really a cool time to learn about winemaking, uh, you know, uh, how to actually grow grapes. I mean, what they're doing is, is amazing. Uh, we're gonna hear about harvest soon. Uh, she's always gonna share a wine term with us. We're gonna talk wine pairing. So uh, this is our second episode with Peggy, so we love it. So go to ldvwinery.com to learn more, but welcome back, Peggy, how are you?
0: Thank you, glad to be yeah. here.
2: Cool. Yay, this is exciting. So summertime in Arizona. So today's all about summer, wine, summer, what's going on in the vineyards. It's viticulture, right? That's when you actually viticulture is when you talk about the vineyards itself. I got a new term. Sorry, I know you have another one coming up. <laughs> right. But yeah, when, when we're talking about the actual business of growing the grapes, that's different than winemaking.
0: Absolutely, it is. It's viticulture. So everything in okay. the vineyard.
2: Okay, so how is the vineyard?
0: It's an exciting time. I think uh, during our first episode, we talked a little bit about the vineyard coming to life, which it does in April. But now that we're heading into June, May, June, we're shifting from just bud break to uh, flowering where the clusters are beginning to, um, to show up. And hmm. uh, the term I want to teach you about today is Verasion.) Do you guys know what
2: that means? I like verasion from what I know is when the grape starts to change color, but it's like, it's kind of like we're a little green, we're a little pinky purple at the same time. And it's, <laughs> I remember eating grapes as, as a kid. We had a grapevine in our backyard mm-hmm. in South Africa and thinking, oh, they're going to be all sweet because it's got a little purple on it. No, it wasn't. No, no
0: <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Uh, so verasion is uh, the term that exactly right, where the, 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 the grapes are actually beginning to turn from the red grapes from uh, green to uh, purplish, pinkish colors to, um, and white grapes actually go through verasion also. So really? they, they start, you know, when you first start a white grape like a vignette that we're going to talk about today, it is kind of a uh, bright green actually. And it starts to become more of a golden yellow color as it mm. goes through verasion. But really, what verasion means—it's a French term, obviously—but it is when the energy in the vine shifts from just uh, in the roots of the vines to actually pushing the energy to the um, the grapes, so they begin their journey to become sweet. As uh, from mm. now until harvest, they're. They're really focusing all their energy on the actual grape and the sweetness Mm -hmm. of the grape. Mm
2: -hmm. And the more sugar, the better for you, right?
0: Well, you want to, well, of course, you need sugar to be able to make alcohol, right? So yeah, exactly. (laughs) So each grape variety will um, begin to become sweeter as the growing season goes on. And then the BRICS, which is the measurement that we take to uh, evaluate when the, the grapes are ready to pick, then they, um, it'll be different sweetness levels for each of the different varieties that we grow. Cool. But right now, oh. June is all about getting to Verasion, and mm-hmm. It's a beautiful time to visit any vineyard when uh, the grapes are turning their beautiful colors. Uh, and that happens usually in June.
2: Okay. And, and so, you know, I know you've got the tasting room in Scottsdale. At the vineyard itself, do you let people come out to the vineyard?
0: Oh, absolutely! But we are because we're so remote in southeastern Arizona that we ask you to make an appointment because we're not always there uh, at the vineyard in order to host people. We're a member of Harvest Hosts, so if you're if you are a member of Harvest Hosts and you're traveling across the country in your motorhome, give us a call or make an appointment, and we'd love to have you stay at the vineyard uh, and give you a tour and tasting, and and it's just a beautiful place to be.
2: Nice. We need to get back to Arizona, Nancy, mm-hmm. we need a tasting, I want a tasting in the vineyard and we have and to go to Scottsdale. And mm-hmm. sun. I want sun that's warm. Yes, yes. <laughs> I want to drink wine and well, well, I know it gets warm out in Scottsdale and in, mm-hmm. you know, Arizona this is sure the time and eventually goes to monsoon season. But um, when you think about it, it's pool time, you know, mm-hmm. so um, today I know you're talking about your vignette. Am I even saying that correctly? Let's talk about terms. <laughs>
0: You bet, you did well to say mm. Viognier. I say it Viognier, I don't know. People say Vignet, Viognier, it depends on how many uh, syllables you want to put on the word.
2: But to just me, it's don't... about how many glasses of wine I get. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say, it depends. You yeah. can start out with Viognier and end up with
0: Viognier. <laughs> <laughs> or Wagner. (laughs) Wagner,
2: I think I probably started saying it that way seriously but but Vignet um, yeah tell us a little bit about that because I think when we look at white wines there's a lot of times it's okay let's go for Chardonnay and then it seems like Pinot Grigio is everywhere you go and when it comes Mm -hmm. to kind of a lighter wine but a Vignet a viognier. Because to me, it's a really good choice to have for like a summer. You know, if you're having a pool party, you know, a barbecue, um, it's a nice light wine.
0: Yes, Viognier is um, a grape variety that at one time was almost uh, extinct. They're in the early, I know, right? In the early early 1960s, there were only 80 acres of Viognier in the world. Wow. Um, But it is starting to come back. It's a Northern Rhone variety. It's a rich white wine and Mm. it's rapidly growing in popularity, not only in California, Australia, Mm. but other places too. Arizona, it's a a great place to grow Viognier because of the, this is a kind of grape variety that loves heat or loves Mm -hmm. sun. Not so much really, really high temperatures, but the sunshine it really loves, and it has a tendency to hold a nice acidity, which you want a really balanced wine between um, acidity and the uh, flavor of that wine. And it's just a, a, a wonderful wine, and it can be made different ways. So you put Viognier and age it in oak barrels, or you can age it in stainless steel, and it picks up such incredible uh, different flavors, depending on how you produce it. But typically Mm. it has this really nice aromatic um, nose to it. You get these perfumed aromas of peach and tangerine Mm. and honeysuckle, typically.
2: Oh, I love that. Yes. Mm. Hold the bottle up. We want to see.
0: So we do a Viognier, which is our, Mm. this is our 2018, Sky Ooh. Island Viognier, it is, uh, we produce this in uh, stainless steel. So this is 100% Viognier, it's aged for 16 months in a stainless steel. It's about 13.4 alcohol level, so it's a nice light wine. Mm. We, we were talking earlier about Bricks, we picked this wine at about 23.6% Bricks, and it has a nice acidity of about three. percent Three, four, or so in terms of acidity. So, this is a really um, off dry wine. It has a wonderful uh, Christmas to it, similar to like a New Zealand um, um, uh, what Sauvignon Blanc is what i Oh, perfect. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we call this the pool pounder. This, <laughs> is, a, <laughs> this is something you want to drink on it, mm-hmm. you know, get it nice and cold. Sit by the pool, and this bottle of wine turns into two, maybe three bottles yeah. of wine as you're enjoying your afternoon by the pool.
2: I love mm. it. You know, um, I know you. You sent us um, some wonderful tips, and everyone, you can see this up on BlendRadioAndTV.com. Tips on pairing uh, wine pairings with salad. And as soon as you held up the bottle, suddenly I just uh, obviously want the bottle. (laughs) But I'm just saying it's cruel. It's cruelty what you're doing. But I immediately thought, you know, it it would be such a nice wine for a salad. And suddenly Mm -hmm. I want Parmesan cheese. I have no idea why. (laughs) I don't know why it just immediately as Mm, I saw that, I was like, I'd like some Parmesan cheese, Mm -hmm. a really nice salad that's light, that has a little bit of sweetness, and balsamic to it and Parmesan cheese, like fresh, mm. like, you know, yeah, not, this, not the, the bad stuff, the, the good stuff, you know? So would, would it pair well, do you think?
0: Oh gosh, yeah, this is a perfect mm. wine to pair with with summer salads and the freshest mm. vegetables that you might want to put in a salad or lighter kinds of cheese. This would also go with feta if you put feta in your, Ooh, in your no. salad. Ooh, mm. yeah. no, goat cheese. You know, this is uh, yeah goat cheese, if it's not um, heavily spiced, you know, sometimes you can get those goat cheeses Mm. that have a lot of spice to it or a really strong goat cheese. You'd want a a lighter kind of cheese to go with at least the way we produce this one, which is more the Sauvignon Blanc style. Um, Mm. This pairs also beautifully with seafood and shellfish, uh, roasted chicken, um, lighter pork or veal dishes. But you know what's fun about this particular wine that we made, Sauvignon Blanc style, is that it's great with Asian foods. So, with mm. a little bit of spice to it or Thai foods. Um, yeah. Yeah, beautiful That's with cool. that. Ooh. So, like an Asian ooh. salad, this would be awesome
2: with. Ooh, with little ooh. mandarin oranges and almonds yeah. and, ooh, exactly. a little bit of crunch to it. Ooh, what about curry? A nice light curry. Ooh. A light
0: curry would be beautiful because it has yeah. that spice to it. And you wouldn't want to go with the Chardonnay-like Savignon or Chardonnay-like Vinay because that would, I think, be too rich with the mm-hmm. curry. That this cuts to, through that spiciness of the curry because of its light and crisp. Um, so I would go more with a Savignon Blanc or this kind of Vinay.
2: Cool. You know, you talk about seafood. I know in the summer a lot of folks are turning. You know. This is good for, I'm, I'm actually drooling, literally. I'm trying not to <laughs> die here. But we just did our interview with Dr. Jackie Uboni. Who's our, uh, mm. she, she's also on a Wednesday. She's our wellness Wednesday, third oh, Wednesday. And she just did a whole segment on the Mediterranean diet and lifestyle, mm-hmm. which we talked about the part of the lifestyle is going right. for walks and all of that. But getting together with friends and relaxing to enjoy your meal and everything she talked about sounds like it goes with finia. and she did give us a thumbs up on the wine.
0: Oh, yes. perfect!
2: Not two, three bottles, but she's not looking. <laughs> <laughs> but but the Mediterranean diet, <laughs> she says, very uh, very much seafood and the you know the salads and you know like the feta cheeses and things like that. So um, this is you know in summer we don't want to overeat. You know this is kind of a nice you know right. way to go. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly, and of course in Arizona. In the, at least in the Valley of the Sun, where the, the greater Phoenix area is, we're hitting 100 degrees already. So wow. it's, al- it's already warming up. People are um, hitting the swimming pools already because the water has finally warmed up. And Vignet uh, is a perfect example of what to drink by the pool.
2: Okay. Sounds good. That sounds like yeah. fun to me. I yeah, know. I know. Okay. I know this is moving ahead a little bit, but because you, you what you were saying would pair well with it, would it be something to go like I, when we, I know I'm thinking Thanksgiving already. I know I'm way ahead of myself, but when you were talking about like, you know, chicken and, and kind of the white meats, right? right? Would turkey be too heavy for this kind of wine?
0: I would say a roast turkey would be, or even a fried turkey that people do at Thanksgiving. Um, it would be a little bit much. Uh, okay. Because you usually put some spices, winter spices mm. with it, that um, this is maybe too light, this, this uh, okay. light beignet. Uh, but don't shy away from white wine or a sparkling mm. wine, like a Brut um, Rose, a sparkling Ooh. wine with Thanksgiving or a lighter red. They all go beautifully. Or a Pinot Noir, um, perfect with Thanksgiving.
2: Hey, it's, it's only a few months away. I'm just saying, it's coming. Right. And
0: Let's you, plan. It's, 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 I know,
2: because you know some people make their turkeys really dry, so bring right. wine.
0: Yeah, yeah that, that's the way to
2: keep your turkey moist. That's right. <laughs> it with wine. Right. Exactly. There,
0: there is no reason to have a dry turkey unless no. you drink it. Unless you're drinking too much wine and not paying attention. Yeah, there you Exactly, go. <laughs>
2: exactly. And then you call the butterball people up and That's go, right. "What? What did I do? What happened?" But, well, the barbecue thing too. You know, it's like uh, you know one thing about Arizona, which is awesome, is like in the evenings. You know, having an evening barbecue mm, in nice. a fire pit by the pool is just. I think this kind of wine too goes well with gatherings, mm. especially like at the beginning of the, of the of an evening. You know, right? Uh, it's a really nice way to do it. Um, Cheese platters, is that a, is it, Ooh, would that yeah. well? sounds good.
0: Yeah, again, yes, I would stay away from really heavy gorgonzolas mm. or, or really uh, strong pungent cheeses with a vignette like this, and, or even um, like smoked cheeses would be too heavy for mm. a vignette like this. Um, you might have even a better chance of pairing a vignette that has some of the richness of a Chardonnay, so has some oak on it, would probably pair well with a cheese platter or charcuterie mm-hmm. um, better than this particular one. But I would mm. say with, you know, like mozzarella with tomato and-, and Nice,
2: We're um, Mediterranean mm. again. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Feta with a little drizzle of uh, extra virgin olive oil and maybe some um, thyme sprinkled on it would be beautiful with it. So mm. stick to the lighter, um, fresher cheeses probably. So with, say-
2: We're going to be talking wine like this and food every month, every first Wednesday. I'm telling you, this is bad. (laughs) I'm getting thirsty and I'm getting hungry right now. This is this is cruel. (laughs) But it it really, you know, this is exciting because I I love talking about the different kinds of wines, too. Uh, But you do recipes and we have a recipe for your herb crusted grilled rack of lamb. And so this mm. moves a little bit away from vignette or, or not. This is more of a Syrah, what I'm reading.
0: This is yes. a little Ooh. bit fuller-bodied red, um, maybe, for this one. So drink the vignette as you're waiting for the lamb to be.
2: <laughs> or, <laughs> well, when, okay, so this is a good idea. When you go to a winery, you'll have tastings, you know, go from whites to reds typically, right? Yep. So if you're having a dinner party and you're going to do the lamb, right? And mm-hmm. so that's evening time, it's a little cooler. So the Syrah will be nice. So could you start like here, we're gonna have the vignette with the salad as an appetizer kind of thing, would, would that work? Perfect, mm-hmm.
0: absolutely. And particularly if you did like a spring greens salad with mm-hmm. there's so many wonderful greens that are coming out right now that, mm-hmm. uh, that, and you mix even a little bit of the bitterness of the greens, What's nice about a vignet with a a, a wonderful spring mixed green salad is that the acidity of the vignet can cut through some of that bitterness of the leafy green and Mm. really showcase the greens that you might be serving it with. So I would definitely um, start with a vignet and either do a green salad with with a little bit of the cheeses that we just talked about or do a stuffed grape leaf um, appetizer would be wonderful uh, with this particular kind of wine. And then transition up to this herb-crusted grilled rack of lamb with a Syrah would be beautiful. Fun time. Ooh,
2: Ooh. and herb-crusted too. Like what kind mm. of herbs are you looking for with lamb?
0: This is the easiest recipe. So definitely everyone needs to try this. And I've had it uh, tested by my wine club members because they received it in a packet a while ago. and they have been able to replicate this recipe so it's not just us producing it but it's the easiest rack of lamb recipe that you've ever had Uh, the key is you have to start the day before because you want to um, season the rack of lamb really well Mm. with extra virgin olive oil uh, garlic cloves that we slice Mm. really thinly not not chop them into little bits but um, really thinly Mm. Uh, fresh pepper and herbs de mm. Provence. That's the Ooh. beauty of it is that you put a lot of herbs de Provence and kosher salt, and you cover that rack of lamb with all of these spices. And then you wrap it in um, uh, cellophane, you know, really tightly, and put it in the refrigerator overnight and just let it sit yeah. there, marinating and all those mm. wonderful um, spices. And then when you're ready to grill, you pull it out of the refrig- refrigerator and you scrape all of those seasonings off from the rack of lamb because they hmm. work, when you grill them, they'll turn bitter. So you want to take,
1: oh. all, of, oh. take all
0: of them off. You light hmm. your grill to about medium heat. You only then you, you, um, you uh, salt and pepper, that's it. Once you've scraped everything off the rack of lamb, salt and pepper it, and then put the rack of lamb Fat side down on your grill. And this is the mm. p- part of the grilling process that you can't walk away from it. So you can't okay. walk away and load up with wine and forget about the grill because your rack of <laughs> lamb will catch fire.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so mm. what, uh,
0: for about only about three minutes or so, what you're doing is moving it on the grill because it'll be flaming up from the fat side that you. Because what you're doing is rendering the the fat of the mm. rack of lamb. So uh-huh. you do that, just keep moving it around, keeping it, pulling it out of the flames, putting it back in. And then you just Ooh. move it to the, usually most grills have a top rack mm. on their grill. So after about three minutes, you just put it up onto the, the top rack and cover for about 20 minutes. And at that Ooh. point you can walk away, you're, you're safe. Or if you, you want to finish it in the oven, Uh, After you've done the rendering of the fat on the grill, then you can take it off the grill and put it into the oven at 350 Mm. degrees and um, in case your your grill didn't have an upper rack and just finish it in the oven at 350 um, for about 20 minutes and you have this incredible, incredible rack of lamb.
2: That sounds really good. Man, man, mm. this is like a party. Let's have a party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that I'll, brings, I'll keep everyone pouring. I'll pour the wine while someone's cooking. <laughs>
0: yeah. And so this recipe brings it to medium rare, which it's our opinion. That's what um, mm. beautiful rack of lamb should be, um, you know, cooked to temperature mm-hmm. of medium rare. So it's some pinkness on the inside.
2: Because um, every time you hear of lamb, it's always with mint, you yes. know. So yes. it's, it's nice to do this a little different. And I, Which, I think that's because the lamb itself is pretty strong tasting. Right. So the mint kind of covers that a bit, maybe. Is that why the recipes always have mint?
0: And then um, also, it, it doesn't pair as well with wine with the mint. Right. It makes it difficult to pair. Well, that's the right
2: it. Wine. The mint is out. Yeah, yeah the is out. Kick it to uh, the curb.
0: Kick yeah. <laughs> it to the curb. But this recipe is, is for those folks that think they don't like lamb because it, uh-huh. it is not gamey. It just mm-hmm. is really beautiful infused meat. My husband makes this for me. He's not a lamb. Uh, he doesn't care for lamb, but he'll, mm. he'll eat this. It's just mm. oh, wonderful.
2: So one thing I want to bring up, good. so this is with your Syrah. So does Syrah normally go with, would that be an automatic pairing to go with lamb? Absolutely. Oh, beautiful Syrah. Beautiful yeah. Syrah. Mm. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> I want this around. Sounds good. Sounds we need good. to go to Arizona. But listen, uh, you, you, people can buy online.
0: <laughs> yes, they can. Unfortunately, because of the heat, we can't really ship right now until, unless you okay. want to pay for overnight shipping or something like that. But um, not until the fall when it cools off can we ship mm. again. But, okay. Um,
1: Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better?
2: well, we had your Petit Syrah and, mm-hmm. oh, oh <laughs> that was. Mm.
0: I know, to me, Petit Syrah year round uh, is mm. fine with me, but a lot of folks like to shift their wines uh, to a lighter wine in the summertime.
2: Um, yeah, I did. to me, it's just, it's the beauty of enjoying wine is that there's all these different ones to try but I always get sad when you really like something and then it goes away. Right? Yeah, I know. It's like you know wine. that's the hard part of it. You know, then and then no matter what, it's going to change because even if you you know have it in your library for later, it's going to change its profile. Right, right. But that okay. is again the beauty.
0: That's <laughs> the beauty of the wine, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing to think about also when we're talking lightening up the foods and and, um, sal- and shifting to more salads come summertime. Mm-hmm. You got to really think about the dressing or mm. what you're putting on top of your salads will mm-hmm. also impact which wine you might want to pair it with. So, mm. uh, depending on if it's a white or red wine vinegar, um, you know, it might be a vineyard, but if you're putting a balsamic vinegar or a flavored balsamic vinegar on your salad, you might shift to more of a Pinot Noir or a Grenache which Mm -hmm. is their light or medium Mm -hmm. bodied reds. So not only think of what you're putting in your salad, but what you're putting on your salad Mm -hmm. when you're trying to pair your wine. And fruit,
2: doesn't that also change what you're doing with fruit?
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, So what a tip again for that is pair the wine's fruit characteristics, excuse me, yeah, pair the wine's fruit characteristics with the type of wine you're putting on the salad. So Mm. if you're putting like peaches or strawberry or something like that, then you probably can, uh, you know, have a perfect pairing with a viognier. But if you're putting dark fruit like plum or uh, raspberries or blackberries on it, you might want to go to a Syrah or something a little bolder that have those fruit characteristics in them to have a better pairing.
2: Ah, I love that. So, Nancy, is that a cat?
0: <laughs> I think a cat just heard all about the
2: wine and she the lamb. She wants lamb. She wants. Yeah, lamb. No, no, I think she wants the yeah, yeah. That's it. she wants yeah. the wine and the lamb. I just saw this oh tale go by. I that know. It's like, funny. That's, that's funny. <laughs> that's hysterical. <laughs> but, you know, so that really is important, too, mm. when we think about desserts. You know, if you're having someone over for dinner, you've done the nice salad, you know, nice and refreshing. And then you get to here's the lamb. And then to close off the evening, a lot of time people do ice cream or, and things like that. But with wine, that's that's actually a really mm. good question. I think right. June is National Ice Cream Month. Maybe I'm wrong. June or July. But um wouldn't you go more of a sorbet? Yeah, I think. Yeah. That or,
0: work. you know, a lot of people go strawberry shortcakes. You know, oh, strawberry is that's coming an in, idea. in. Right. And so mm. yeah, that to me, it screams summer is a strawberry shortcake. And because mm. um, what you want to do is choose a wine that has more floral kind of notes to it that really enhance the fruit mm. of the strawberries. Mm. Or you can. Um, You know some uh, like the grenache will have a little bit or rosé rosés go beautiful with strawberry shortcake Um, or we do a rosé of grenache that goes beautifully Mm. with the types of um, uh, has that strawberry fruit forwardness to Mm. it but you want to choose a zero residual sugar kind of wine um, to play off any sweetness of the strawberries or to slice through the, the cream, you know, the whipped cream, which you have to have on top of the <laughs> strawberry shortcake, right? So you don't yeah. want something sweet with sweet. Um, it, it would clash. So you want mm-hmm. a dry white wine or a light, dry red wine to go with it.
2: And what about apple pie? What would you do with apple pie since, you know, we're getting to that time too?
0: Apple pie, you know, you could do a Sauvignon Blanc and you could do a, a uh, a vignette like this with apple pie would be, go really nicely. Um, mm-hmm. The key again, is Do you have a crumble on the top that's made of nuts and sugar and brown sugar so it's really sweet, or do you have just a crisscross crust on top of your apple pie? Mm-hmm. So is it a Dutch apple or is it a, a regular apple pie? The Dutch apple, because it's so much sweeter than a typical mm-hmm. um, apple pie, You might want to go with a little bit um, bolder red, like a, um, you know, a Grenache, Pinot Noir, um, Mm. Sangiovese maybe, that might go beautifully Mm. with it. And then a lighter Sauvignon Blanc or Viognier with a regular apple pie would be fun.
2: Mm. I'm just thinking for 4th of July, Mm. you know,
0: people are planning, so,
2: you know, even, I think even the grilled lamb would sound good for a 4th of July gathering, you know? Oh,
0: absolutely, Mm -hmm. that would be beautiful yeah and, I think. and it's something you could produce for a lot of people fairly easy yeah and when you cut the that lamb rack of lamb into individual like you would ribs you, mm-hmm. and you can serve it at room temperature or hot off the grill it still is beautiful um like that so it's a great i think thing. it's nice
2: it's a nice difference than the typical here's your mm-hmm. hot dog you know what i mean
0: correct correct
2: not against hot dogs you know but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, it's like I think, you know, I think also, yeah, you know, I know COVID's still around, but post COVID, I think people have gotten back into cooking, yeah. and and actually savoring time with friends and family. I think this year is going to be a big Fourth of July year, you know, with everyone so, getting too. back together. And so you you need to have good wine, and you have, you yeah. know, might as well impress with a, you know, come out with a rack of lamb. You're going to look good, you know. Yeah. know? Yeah.
0: Absolutely, mm. and, and it's it's because you do most of the hard work the night before. I mean, if, if, if you're like me, I entertain a lot. I want to mm. have most everything done, prepped and everything the night before. Exactly. So I just, I even set the table and everything else the night before. So the day of mm. the actual event, I'm spending it with my guests or mm. I'm having my guests help me do the last little bit of prep work. Um, and my meal, like the rack of lamb, is a fairly simple meal that can be thrown on the grill and you know, toss the salads. And she wants
2: up. to hang with her guests and drink wine. Exactly. exactly. That's what you're that's supposed it, that's, to do. That's
0: it. You know,
2: mm-hmm. I wanted to touch on this because last, the, the very first episode, right, you, we, we got into the success of being a winemaker and owning a winery. And I did see on your, I love following you on your Facebook it looks like you guys have a lot of fun at the tasting room, by the way, it really got all kinds of events. You're always doing videos and uh, and you got that big shipment at the winery of those corks you were tell it, tell, telling us about last last right. time. But mm-hmm. we were talking about, you know, your, the business model, what it's like to be, a, a, you know, in viticulture and winemaking. One thing we didn't talk about is the name of the winery. And I think we should talk about that. LDV mm-hmm. Winery and the logo. You want to touch on that with everybody
0: absolutely thank you for asking me about that ldv the two letters l and d stand for my husband's family name so l is for lawrence and the lawrence family um have a long history in arizona of farming and Mm. uh it's uh, kurt's mom's maiden name but it's his middle name also and the d in the name is for dunham which is his um, father's line uh and uh, they're from the Midwest and uh, have come from hardy stock, not necessarily farming. And his last name obviously is Dunham. Uh, and then the V is for vineyard. And it's just, uh, we didn't have children. We didn't have to put through college or to, to um, carry on mm-hmm. these two names, they actually end with this generation because no one had male children to carry on the names. Yeah, but you give
2: birth to wine.
0: We gave birth to wine.
2: (laughs) And that will carry on.
0: So hopefully it'll carry on for generations. And Mm. we planted the seeds and and are taking care of the first generation of these vines. So the logo, which is uh, very important to me. And of course, you see my three circles and my necklace Mm -hmm. also. So three circles uh, are 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 important terms of our logo. The first circle up at the top represents the early ancient people that were farmers on our property. And so I have 20 acres that is in a creek bed, Ash Creek. And, and every time after a rain, I'll go hiking in this, this area, and I uncover artifacts almost. Wow. Every time, And so cool. I have six museum quality matates or stone mm-hmm. grinders that mm-hmm. I've discovered in our vineyard. So it's our wow. way of honoring those really early um, inha- inhabitants of our property. The second mm. circle is us turning that land into our vineyards and we, we farm very sustainably. We manage the soils and take care of those soils. Uh, so that they're going to last for generations beyond our lifetime. So we're, we don't put anything into the soil that isn't um, good for the, the land. And the third circle is us turning that, um, those grapes into uh, wine. And so mm. everything we do, all of our byproducts of our process, because they're all natural, they go back into our land. So if you see our tagline, next to our three circles, it says, earth's fruits come full circle. So mm-hmm. our place, we feel is such a special place, and we are just caretakers of this uh, little piece of heaven. And so we're we're focused on future generations being mm-hmm. able to enjoy what we get to enjoy today.
2: Oh, I love it. I love it. And mm-hmm. you're such a nice, I know the very first time you're on the show with us with Lindy Kassam, we touched on the, you know, just the magic of where your winery is, the Chiricahua National, uh, you know, National Monuments, your backyard in Fort Bowie, um, or Fort Bowie. Nice. And um, you, that's where the Apache Wars took place. And you, you've got Cochise Stronghold right there as well. So and it's the land of standing up rocks, you know, with, yep. you know, all the hoodoos and and you've got ringtail cats. <laughs> just, <laughs> I, want, I want to go hiking. I yeah. Definitely, when, when we come back to Arizona, go hiking with you. You know, because mm. it's just...
1: Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.
2: In the Sky Islands, if people have not experienced the Sky Islands, I mean, it is four seasons. And I think that's probably... Why you're able to do like Vignet um, is because you do get a cooler breeze down there. I mean, it's almost like one of the cooler areas in the summer, you know, unless you're in Flagstaff, which is a little different. But I think Mm. it's that magic that makes the grapes be happy.
0: Exactly. That mountain behind you, the Cherokee Mountains, creates Mm -hmm. its own weather. So we get cooling breezes down the um, down the creek. Ash Creek brings these breezes down there that keeps the temperature nice and uh, temperate. And so even in the summertime uh, during harvest, which starts in August, we Ooh. may get close to 100, maybe tiptoe beyond 100 uh, in the mid-afternoon, but then it cools off by evening. So we have that temperature swing, uh, that diurnal temperature swing uh, that's so important for really ripening those grapes. And we get that from that mountain. Unfortunately, we don't have an ocean breeze coming in like the Northwest does or California. That's how they get that diurnal temperature shift. Mm-hmm. We get it from that mountain, which is so important to us. Well, yeah. And
2: the monsoons bring a nice cooling breeze at the end of a rain, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Absolutely.
2: So, okay, so last question here is picnics. It's picnic season. Okay, Absolutely. so what are you gonna serve? Okay, you get to have three people that you want to hang out with, ah. that come to to your winery, because it's got this beautiful surrounding, you're out in nature. What mm. are you serving at a picnic? And who are you inviting? We get three. Oh. That's a lot.
0: That's a lot. Oh, my goodness. You're putting me on the spot. Well, I know. Any, <laughs> yeah, anyone that comes, we're going to have a good time with. So that <laughs> number one. Um, and before I, while I'm thinking about that, let me tell you a little story. My husband used to Early on, when we were still courting, I guess, and we had mm. did not marry, he took me for this wonderful picnic up on Mount Lemon, and which you oh, guys yeah. might be familiar with, which mm-hmm. is uh, next uh, near Tucson, and and it's just a beautiful mountain. And we drove up there, and he pulls out this wonderful picnic basket, and he did um, crab salad, which was absolutely incredible on a salad since staying with the theme of salads Um, but we had sparkling wine with it and uh, actually a a nice bottle of brut rose sparkling wine was just absolutely incredible with our picnic up on the mountain so if someone was coming to the vineyard I would um, say one person I'd want there and you may or may not know this gentleman but Chris Bianco who is um he is famous for Pizzeria Bianco, and he won a James Beard Award for his pizzas. And, and it's one of the top pizza places in the world. But he <laughs> uh, comes from a, an Italian family like mine, and he loves the southeastern Arizona area. And he's been to our vineyard at least once. But he's a character. He has a zillion stories and just <laughs> a lot of a fun guy. And he has a wonderful family. And he wouldn't be able to come to the picnic without cooking something. So he would be fun to cook with. Um, cool. So yeah. I would bring him. Uh, and I guess today I'm thinking of chefs. So the other fun person I know that would be a riot to have at a picnic would be Bo MacMillan. Um, and hmm. you maybe have seen him on the Food Network. He's always on the Food Network with um, Guy Fieri or, or doing something. Fun there and he's he was at the sanctuary as a chef for a very long time, and now he has a new adventure in, in at a restaurant in Scottsdale. But he's hmm. like, his personality is bigger than my house. You know, he's the kind of
2: <laughs> so basically kind of,
0: this picnic is a full-on party, and the wine this yeah. is a party. Yeah, with yeah. wine, good food. This is this, good. This is mm-hmm. a party, and of course I invite my husband to this party yeah. <laughs> because. Uh, one, he, yeah. he, would he made the a, wine. He made the wine, and he can tell it. And he has uh, the thief so that we can go into the barrel room and, and steal some wine out of the barrels oh. and have even more time, fun time. So I think those three guys and me uh, uh, would be a, a great time. We'd have a we'd have a, a wild picnic.
2: Okay, mm. wait. You have to have a band. You have yeah. to have music or live. Whether it's oh, live that's or a good not. idea. Yeah what, yeah. what music would you want in the background?
0: Well, you know, um, let's see. Uh, it depends. I'm, I'm struggling because I am a country gal. So I love ah. country music. So cool. maybe some of that, but also I love jazz and a lot of times at our summer mm. barbecue which is in August, we bring a jazz, um, a saxophonist or, or a jazz oh, cool. kind of singer. Mm. To the, the nice. barbecue. So, um, I you think can have more country, than
2: one person. Yeah, I was going
0: to say I think country music would with those three guys, uh, they'd be out of control a little bit and yeah, maybe uh we we do some boot stomping.
2: Oh, I this is this is good. I I like okay. this.
0: Yeah, I'm liking this. You know what? Um
2: you know, I, I like this idea for sure. I, I think we need to have a party. I'm thinking of a whole concert. I'm thinking Shelly yeah. King needs to go down. Yeah. She sings a song about summer wine. Shelly oh, yeah. King.
0: There you go. Yeah.
2: Mm, you know what? We're going to close the show with it. Summer okay. Wine. It's by Shelly King. She is the first lady of music in Texas, in the state of Texas. Wow. She was, mm-hmm. yes, she is incredible. You will love her music. It's not quite country, but it's country. It's blues soul. She is one of my favorite women mm. artists of all time so we're going to yes. close the show with summer wine because it's perfect perfect cool perfect well everyone ldvwinery.com is a way place to go also uh, follow on facebook that's that's your main and instagram too mostly facebook for for social media
0: oh we're on all of it i'm sorry all nope. of it absolutely Everything. follow us everywhere
2: Follow there. And then what you've got your barbecue coming up August. So people can start looking for that.
0: Absolutely. First weekend, first Saturday in August.
2: Oh, and sign up. Go if you go to ldvwinery.com, sign up for their newsletter. You will not be disappointed. You'll be able to keep up with the mm -hmm. podcasts and recipes and all kinds of.
0: And you'll get to download our food and wine um, tips when you sign up. Oh, that's nice. And every month you'll get a new recipe from us.
1: Because
2: you guys rock. You rock the wine world of food. Yeah. That's awesome. So everyone, Peggy is it's wine time with Peggy every first Wednesday because every first Wednesday should be about wine, period. That's how it is. So (laughs) every first Wednesday we've got Peggy on the show and keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Thank you so much, Peggy. It's always fun.
0: Thank you. We'll see you again soon. Cheers.
2: Cheers. Yeah. Oh man, look at her, she's got the bottle I know, and I, I got the cat still
3: <laughs> I've been thinking about Baby, I just need a little escape away from all this busy and around. Find a little time to come unwound. It's so easy to get caught up in this race with so many dreams to chase. Then I hear that song on the radio, making me wanna go out in the sunshine. Sittin a little summer watch, slow dancing in the bar. Stay there till after dark. Sweet sounds, soft and low. Song on the radio. Maybe we could take a little drive out past the city to the countryside. Holding hands and talking about love Away from all this push and shove Take some time to look into your eyes Reconnect our disconnected lives Remember how it used to be When all that mattered was you and me It's so easy to get caught up in this race With so little time to waste Then I hear that song on the radio Making me wanna go out in the sunshine Sip a little summer wine Slow dancing in the park Stay there till after dark Sweet sound, soft and low Song on the radio You know, you are my only one. or oh, darling, give your love to me. Then we'll hear our song.